What's going on, everybody? It's another episode. Redmond here, the A. Ty here, the B. JC here, the C, Mike. And you are not your black past. Yes, yes. And happy Thanksgiving. By the time you guys hear this, Thanksgiving will have come and gone here in Canada. Mm -hmm. But you know, there's still an American one left. So don't worry. There are more Thanksgiving content. And I love that there's football on both days. But anyways... (laughs) Uh, how was y'all Thanksgiving? Ty, you want to go first? Ooh. Actually, hold on. No, no, no. Let me go first because mine was short and sweet. And okay. also, ours is And did not include Brian. Yeah, and ours is intertwined. Oh, fancy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I went out to Mississauga to my older sister's house. Shout nice. out Nisha. She had her typical shindig at her house in the family. She has the like, communal house. If mm. there's any event, it's going to yeah. be at her house. Uh, she's a master chef, master baker, all around fantastic person. She did the ham. She did the turkey. She did the scallop potatoes. She did everything. Like the spread was crazy. And of course the, uh, piece de resistance, if you will, was she had four kinds of cakes for dessert. Pumpkin cheesecake that she baked from scratch. Oh, I want to be like her. Banana mousse. Uh, some other pecan fancy sitting. I'll show you guys off air, but yeah, we had a really good time. Uh, I did real moderate. I had one plate, really, but I think it's because I had to drive home. Yo, before I became a parent, I would just eat and then go sleep somewhere. Yeah, (laughs) but that's not necessarily (laughs) fair anymore, right? So yeah, uh, shout out. I got to see my family. It was truly lovely, and an extra special one was, yo, all of the babies. Are grown. Yeah. Wow. I saw my twin so little cousins. Sad. Yo, they're like damn near my height. And now we're old. Holy if shit. If they're old, then we're older. Like older. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. But yeah, I, I, it was short, sweet, simple. And then the, the Thanksgiving Monday, I just took it off, took it real easy, stayed at home with the family. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. But Ty, last time we were recording, just a little BTS, Ty had the good 155-pound turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Swimming in the good brine, good juices. I saw chopped up onion. I saw pimento even. It was it was looking good. How did your turkey turn out? It was actually so delicious. So this is the first time I'd done the turkey by myself. I've like been with my mom while she's doing it, mm-hmm. and supervising, being supervised. But this is the first time I did it on my own and the biggest turkey I've ever done as well. Um, so it was really good. My mom gave me instructions how to brine it. I highly recommend brine. At first, I thought it was some like white people ish, huh. but she sent me this whole list of things that I needed to do for two days, and it worked. Two it days, actually wow. really worked. So really? it's brining for two days, seasoned for one day, and then cooked the next day. Okay. Wow. Okay. So it was seasoned to the bone it was tasty to the bone it was not dry even Mm. though i cooked it for three hours and then had to warm it up in the oven so it could have it could have been dry but it was so so good everyone was talking about it i also did a ham as well and everyone was talking about it even my friend i will not name his i will not say his name because i don't want people to come get him but he for religious reasons is not meant to eat pork but he liked the ham huh oh he forgot it was him. His Haram. sins is his. I mean, his sins, not mine. Because okay? <laughs> <laughs> nobody told him to dig in it, but he liked it. So, for non-ham eaters, to it, eat ham, it was is real, crazy. Which means it was real good. Right, right, right. right. It was real good. You glazed so, it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 
It was like a brown sugar honey glaze. It was. It definitely was. Yeah. A little touch of maple syrup because we're in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> JC would be proud. Very proud. <laughs> you just needed some Nanaimo bars for that for day. Dessert. It would have been popping. Did, did you have to brine the ham too? No, oh, okay. I didn't brine the ham. No, okay. I just had to soak. Do you it usually brine ham? I don't know. Mm, no, brine oh, okay. is a brand new thing to me. But yeah, no. But I also do. But I do. Nigella Lawson, she's a British chef. She brines hams, um, hams, turkeys. She's the one who I got the recipe from. I personally don't like her because one time I was watching her do a dinner party, and when everyone left, she took the leftover of everyone's red wine put it into a bag and freezed it so she could use it for a recipe. And then from then I was like, I'll never eat her food. I'll Wait, is that a black person? No, of course not. Oh, <laughs> okay. Of course not. That's okay. nasty. You ever heard of backwash? Exactly. Exactly. So nice. I said to my mom, why are you following her? Uh, However, this bride was fantastic. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Cross so contamination. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So then basically the ham and the turkey was for... Our Friendsgiving that we do every year for our um, expats, British expats group. Nice. And um, Redmond, second year in attendance. Second year in attendance. Yes. How did you like it? I liked it a lot. I'm always having, I mean, the only issue I had was I had a headache yeah. um, mm-hmm. the entire time. I wasn't feeling well, so I wasn't my regular outgoing extroverted right self. <laughs> um, and even people were coming up to me like, you all right? Like, you ain't usually, you ain't. Where that energy at? Where Word. that American yeah. energy at? Word. You know what I mean? But uh, it was good. And we had to do introductions. And uh, I had to reintroduce myself to everybody. Oh, question. How do you think he introduced himself? How do you think he would have introduced <laughs> himself? On some podcast shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Redmond. Am I the only American you ever need to know in your life? Because every American <laughs> after me. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Ooh, but that's Redmond. This this whole modest shit Ooh. is all an act. Can I also just say uh-huh. the only American you've you've known in your life? I feel like that's something. That's basically what you said. That's ex- that's kind of what you. That's what you said. I don't think I'm the only American he knows. No, that's, that's shit what you, would you say, said. You were yeah, like, oh, the sure. only American you need to know. That literally was what I you might said. have said. That that's I remember exactly the whole thing. Said. I was like, because some because Ty was making people introduce themselves, and fair enough, some of the people were, were new. very new, right? One girl that I was talking to was like here a week. I was like, yeah, the fuck? yo, they Welcome. be they be flocking over here, bro, yep. flocking. Was Nicole Is, there? No, no. Oh, did she? Yeah. Tell us what up. But yeah, uh, we had to introduce ourselves, and some people didn't have to do a full introduction, but for some reason, I had to do a full introduction. So, you know, I was like, you know, y'all know who I am. It is what it is, you know. And they were like, no, introduce yourself. What's your name? Who are you? I was like, all right, let me reintroduce myself. Okay. So I said, <laughs> in my very Redmond fashion, um, what did I say? You literally was just like, Oh, yeah, I was like, because we were supposed to say I'm thankful. So I was like, yo, first of all, I'm thankful for me because I'm that guy. Okay. And... <laughs> Yeah. And obviously, everyone was ready to be like, boo, boo, oh. but obviously, no. We and, were just like, this guy. And then I was like, because uh, a lot of people were like thankful for their relationships. So I was like, I'm thankful for not to be in a relationship where the freaks at. <laughs> so you went with that? Shit? Actually, I, like, I did. I literally did. Did, <laughs> did any freaks holler? <laughs> All the was, freaks clutched their pearls. <laughs> no, they didn't because then. Like, but you know what I'm saying? I, I As much as I'm out here, I went to the event. An eligible bachelor. I almost fucked up the word bachelor. Uh. But I left the event 
an even more eligible bachelor. Okay. Because people were raving about the things I've made. <gasps> yeah. For, Honestly. You cooked. Uh, yeah, I cooked. What? Or did you uh, bring? Uh, no, uh, I, I made from okay. scratch. Okay, okay. I made uh, I made some like Hawaiian sweet rolls, bread from scratch, and I made rum cake. Now, let me tell you something, yeah. That's what you guys are talking let me tell you something, Let me tell you something, yeah. Okay, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Because everybody knows me. I look for an opportunity to come for Redmond. <laughs> 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 because of that American stuff you like to do. However, when However. I tell you that... Okay, let me start off with the rolls. So, the rolls were there. Fluffy, soft. Um, everyone was pulling apart these roll, this ro- um, bread, roll bread thing. And then literally we're sitting down for dinner and someone's like, pass me the roll, pass me the <laughs> yeah. roll. I'm like, damn, like, are we even saying grace? But we guys got fight for this bread? Like, <laughs> goodness. But it was real good. Really? Real good. Hawaiian it was, sweet It was giving like rolls. a hard sweet. It what? was nice. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of sweet, but it goes well with savory food. So yeah. this is well. what I mean. This guy's got like secret talents <laughs> that he likes to play down. I kept but. saying, for a man who don't want to be a husband, you're here baking for, for yeah. single women. Be your husband material over here. <laughs> what are you doing? I know. Yeah, it was beautiful. And then yeah. the rum cake. Rum cake. Oh, my God. When I tell you rum everyone cake. was fighting Yo, it was the for one the last that. thing. This everyone is- took it all. This is about the seventh or eighth Christmas that I've known you. And I yeah. mean, West Indian thing is rum cake comes out for Christmas time. That's when you got to bring that out for the, for the fam, bro. Yeah, you know what? It was a, I only did it. I've only made it. I think it was my third time making it. Okay. Um, the last time another friend of mine was having a gathering and I was like, I'll bring rum cake. And then another, t- this time I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring rum cake because it was price of entry. Okay. Into this uh, this dinner. Oh, they know you about your rum cake. It was a no, no, luck. no. It was a potluck, right? I so, see, like, I, I had to give a dish that I would be bringing in order to uh, in order to get in. Apparently, fair yeah, enough, you fair can't enough. just come out. Empty I hand. just couldn't come empty-handed, so I was like, like rude. I'll make rum cake because, and I always find that like baking is a bit easier or better than like making like a savory dish because sure. the savory. Like sweets, if you you can't really mess it up. If you follow the directions and the instructions and the measurements, it's gonna come out just fine. Right. But food, like a dish, you put a little bit too much salt or too much pepper or too much. People are like, "Yo, what the fuck?" And you ruined it. Right? You know. But I was worried because I didn't think it came out that well because when I was baking it, it was smelling very like eggy. Okay. So I was like, "Oh, is there too many eggs there?" So, but then you know, you make a little rum sauce and stuff, and then I I made that and I brought it. And it was the one dessert that was like gone immediately. Literally, what I tell you was fighting. Everyone was fighting for it. The last life, (laughs) my friend scooped up all the crumbs. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you know. It's official. It was so good. It was so good. Yeah. One of the one of the. I asked for the recipe. He said no. (laughs) I gotta listen. I can't. I gotta keep my skills. You got to. Uh, obtainable you know what i mean like yeah but we know that you're gonna make that so i'm not gonna be making that when there's certain people have certain roles okay (laughs) i know i always make some sort of pork something like Mm -hmm. a ham right or ribs or like i guess now i'll be doing the turkey um someone my friend makes the jollof rice that he's known for that was fire brenda's known for the mac and cheese she makes that mac and cheese like do you know what i mean so there's certain people that are for that things right now we know you're here for the baked goods. Yeah, I mean, Judy. Mm. <laughs> I definitely, I enjoy cooking, for okay. sure. 
baking is I just got a stand mixer, so I was like, I gotta utilize. <laughs> yeah, honestly, so you that's for like pros. That's so that for means like people you invested. Really that means yeah, you really invested yeah. in this craft. It's just easier. Do you enjoy? Honestly. I do like it, especially when people because this is not the first time I made that bread. The people have always been like, yo, that bread. When we get that bread again. And which is funny because when I made two batches actually, but I only baked one. And then I went home and baked the other batch and I messed it up actually. Okay. Um, it was a little bit mean? too it, it the consistency wasn't right. I think sometimes these recipes it? a bit too they're not accurate as the time you should put in the oven. So it said like twenty minutes, but I feel like this could need it like 30, 35 minutes. Okay. Yeah. And I only did the 20 minutes and it didn't come out right. Okay. And I think I might have needed longer because I let it rise for longer, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. I left it, because I went to the thing and I left it and it actually grew more. So I was like, maybe I should have baked, baked it, a, it a little longer, okay. but I didn't do it. So I, I messed it up, which I was disappointed because I didn't enjoy it. Because you So did you not eat any of the bread? Which the when, one that you brought? No, I didn't. <laughs> Really? Yeah. This one, he barely got he barely got any of the rock cake. I said, take the last piece. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you're not gonna have any of the cake you made. Yeah. Because it it got cleared. It, it did. It got, it got cleared fast. But I mean, it is not. It is nice to have well, mostly ladies. Oh, you okay? You you, ooh, you got you got skills. Ooh, ooh, I love a man that knows his way around the kitchen. Ooh, Which is exactly why he hey. can't tell Ty the recipe. Because God forbid it turned. Oh, you make ties rum cake. And it's like, oh, no, 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 that's not gonna work. So it was nice. Some of them even texted me. Have been texting me since. Like, you making that again? One of them texted me because she said she was gonna have it with a cup of tea, and then she sent me a picture of the cake and the tea. Yeah. And everything. So it was. <laughs> I too had it with with tea. It was. It was nice. And a you know. Oh. And you, and a split. This is what I'm saying, Redman. I will give you the money to bake me some like next week. <laughs> Somebody has been saying I should start baking and very, selling stuff. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. It was very good. I I'm, I need to try. Some. And also, you do a little glaze. And one thing I've learned about certain baked recipes, they love to give way more sugar than necessary. Mm-hmm. So like when I did the glaze, I actually cut the sugar in half. Right. Mm. And because I was like, it's going to be too sweet. And then when I tasted it, I was like, yeah, I was right. It was it wasn't um, too sweet. But I think I made a mistake this time because where my headache stemmed from is I'm tasting the sauce to make sure it's good. And it has rum in it. And I haven't eaten all day. <laughs> so I think the rum, the alcohol in the rum mm-hmm. hadn't dissolved yet. So I took a little bit. And as I was on my way there, I started to be have this pounding headache. And I was mm. like, ah. Oh. But well, overall, it was definitely given, worth it. You know, I love Brits. I can't stop talking about London. As Nicole knows. Honestly, even can I also say a shout out to Adama? Because yeah. Ads is going to listen to this because she's also a very loyal listener. Yeah, she told me. Um, and she. <laughs> so when Redmond was doing his little intro stuff, he wasn't talking about like, oh, something about London. And she was like, of course. <laughs> and I literally started busting up laughing because she was just like, of course, you're talking about London. I was like, yes. Well, actually, what was so funny, everybody, yo, I couldn't get three words out without being interrupted. But I was trying to say that I I, I love the London people, but I was specifically talking about the people there oh. at oh. the at the. And so before I could even finish, they're like, of course, London. And I was like, I'm talking about y'all right Can now. I also like, just point out, just, just how you know, my people be listening. Yay. Yeah. Shout out, people Shout out listen. your people. But then again, the real question is like, what's not to love? What do you mean? About London. It's not that you... That's not what they're saying. Yeah, it's not that there's nothing to love. We love London. We all love London. 
corn and bread but right it's just like it's like when i first moved here mm. and everyone just was like see let's see watch top boy see watch top boy it's oh. annoying <laughs> oh no or i wouldn't like, do oh, that you want a bottle of water like okay we're <laughs> from bottle London. Of water we get it's it funny. we get it we get it like you love London. yeah yeah i mean i love but i was specifically in that moment i was talking about the people there that i really am happy to know and be involved with and you know, they got my heart. I might get a London one. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically me. <laughs> I mean, I, I love you, you know, yeah, in a very plutonic way, of course. But, like, there are others I love in a possibly more romantic sense. You I'm don't want no wife. Did you not hear all of them saying, oh, thank you for my, uh, thank you for my relationship. And all the other single girls, because obviously you're probably talking about someone who's single. And everyone was like bringeth come yeah hey listen you, but you don't want it i don't want it but all i'm saying you can enjoy life until you find the right one for forever life redmond Let me you stop. are Sorry. dealing with grown women <laughs> at saying. this point in your life joking. just kind of split it wide for no reason that, that kind of here for, for some, a good time not long time cake. he That's wasn't <laughs> want to split it for <laughs> someone <laughs> rum cake not split it damn <laughs> that is a thug yo nasty <clears throat> All right, let's move on. Have some dignity. Okay. Let's move on. What'd you say? Have some dignity. Oh, I thought you said something else. Okay. I, I too. <laughs> what did you think I said? <laughs> I heard a lot of things. I heard a lot of things. <laughs> All right, guys. So today's episode, we're going to talk about They Clone Tyrone and Top Boy, but we're going to lead off with They Clone Tyrone, which was a movie starring Tiana Paris, John Boyega, my guy, and Jamie Foxx, and... Jace E, like, can you give me a summary of what the movie was about? Well, Redmond, They Clone Tyrone is a movie about a series of eerie events that thrust an unlikely trio onto the trail of a nefarious government conspiracy. Ooh. Cue the suspense. Cue the suspense. Ty? Spoiler alert. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say. Yeah, but you said it so perfectly <laughs> yeah, that exactly. it made me laugh. Because <laughs> you're just like, well, look, like. you literally said to say like that. That's what you said. I messed it up. I messed it up. I messed it up. I was like, I got my life right. You, you hit it, and it you was did. so good that I just laughed. Yo, for yeah. real. Exactly. Okay, okay. Exactly. Yo, do, oh, wait, do, so, do, okay, oh, do the light just went. Come. What I look like? You look like what you is a clone. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't use the other line. Come on now. No. What was I meant to I, say? That was it. It's oh. what his response was. It was one of my response was. Yeah, because it damn sure wasn't going to be no hoe. <laughs> no, it definitely wasn't. But clone fell in line just well. So I thought I'd say clone. So just overview real quick. What did y'all think about they clone Tyrone? Who wants to go first? Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers because it's two months in. So and like, yeah. Yeah, you can Same stop line. the podcast. Go watch it. If you haven't, then come back, back because we're going to spoil this. Mm-hmm. Who's first? I mean, I really liked it. What do you guys think? I feel like it was a really good film. Mm-hmm. I think it was written well. Yep. Mm-hmm. My brother swears we are in some simulation kind of Truman Show-esque thing. Simulation and theory? Yeah, and honestly, everyone already feels like even Jamie Foxx is a clone. So at this point, 
I think they just played in our face. <laughs> Do people really believe that? Yeah, from when he got sick and then it disappeared and came back and now he's got he doesn't oh have that tattoo days. on his head anymore. But simulation theor- simulation theories are real thing. And he's tall. Have you not seen listen, Jamie Foxx, I'm not gonna lie. Jamie Foxx looks kinda different. Hasn't he been tall? Yeah. No, he wasn't that looks, tall. He, he wasn't that tall. He looks tall and he doesn't have the tattoo on the back of his head anymore. And it's just, and obviously he's lost weight because he was sick, but mm, questionable. I'm not even about to get into that. I mean, that's fine, but I believe <coughs> what I believe. That's fair, <laughs> enough. fair enough. Fair enough. What do you think, JC? Uh, I really loved it. I thought it was uh, a really well done black movie. Um, I thought they casted it well. I thought the storyline was absolutely amazing. I feel like the subject matter was mm-hmm. very ama- was was absolutely amazing. Any adult who's put any real stock into like what the hell is really going on with black people on a on a super macro level, right? Well, well maybe not macro, maybe micro. Either way, anybody who's put any kind of focus onto what is going on with black people as a whole, black people in inner cities, what are the things that are affecting us? What are the things that are making us act the way we act? I know last time we spoke about that poor girl in London who had that tragic, who was a a tragic victim of violence. And it's like how much of poverty and programming and that overall negativity played into her untimely death. But listen, I thought, I thought the movie was fantastic. I guess we can get into some of the things we didn't like later, but yeah. overall, for a black movie, I thought it was really good. I for Ooh. a black movie, I don't like that. Like that but for on. a black movie, no, go on. Am uh, I wrong for that? Yeah, because I feel like what you're trying to say for a movie in general, it wasn't good. No, then I take it back. That's not what I meant. Yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not what I meant. For a Netflix movie, it was really, really <laughs> fair good. enough. Yeah, no, actually, because Netflix is uh, yeah, that's true. Sometimes. Now that I think about exactly. it, yeah. as I do my review, I think it is probably one of the best Netflix movies I've ever seen yeah. Yeah. on yeah. Netflix. I enjoyed it. Of course, I watched it when it first came out, and then I rewatched it. It went up for me, actually, which doesn't happen. Usually, a lot of times, movies go down. Um, there were still some things I didn't like about the movie, but overall, I think it was written. It was written very well. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of rhetoric that was interesting. I think it was very, it's a very black American story. Yes. I do have some questions, but for the most part, I greatly enjoyed it. So uh, I think we should start with, I'll talk about more of the things I liked. Okay. Um, and then you guys can Chime comment on same. it, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, one, one of the things I really loved about the movie, yo, that shit was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I was dying laughing. And even this was on a rewatch. I was like, oh, shit, I forgot about that line. Mm-hmm. Like, from the first line, I felt like, yo, this is this is hilarious. And I swear, funny is just not Hollywood's forte these days. No. Or movies forte. Like, I barely, comedies I watch, I'm like, uh, what did you think about that was funny about this? But a lot of times, honestly, it's comedies starring Caucasian people. That I'm like, what is this humor? Maybe I don't get it. Mm-hmm. It's not vibing with me. Mm-hmm. And everything about this movie, uh, funny-wise, like comedically-wise, yeah. vibes with me. And what I really liked about the how funny it was is it was conversational funny. Right. It yeah. was them in conversation. Someone says something that was funny or someone reacts in a really funny way. Like from when Jamie Foxx thought that um, he was coming back from the dead and he was like pacing up and down and just like, like oh, and then like was drinking the bottle in the back. Yeah. It was just really, it was just every part of it was funny. And what I really enjoyed is that there was even humor in not that was not Jamie Foxx. Because right. I feel like a lot of films, 
um, only the comedian or the person that we know to be funny is the funniest person in um, the movie. But um, what was her name? Tiana Paris. Yo yo. Oh, yo, 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 hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She was, she was my favorite person in the yeah, movie. She, she was me, breakout. me as well. She, she really stole was. a lot of the show. 100%. I want to say, a, uh, I think this is what you get when you have uh, black, culturally black, maybe that's the wrong word, but either way, you get a black AF director and a black AF uh, writer. You get not so much one person being the comedic relief or trying to come with all the one-liners. You get a lot of comedic banter yeah so much yeah. of the of the funny parts of the movie were natural it was natural yeah. conversation no one was trying to be funny yeah it's just you we've all in our walk of life seen this kind of interaction or conversation well, between two people i feel like a lot of it probably i i want to know how much of it was part of the script and like how much of it was how improvised because i feel like a, it flowed so it, naturally yes. that it yeah. gave that a lot of it was improvised it felt that way yeah, yeah. it did feel very good what right. did y'all think was the funniest funniest moment yeah, I tell you mine. Okay, mine is when they setting up the plan and they're like having fake freakiness with the with the prostitutes and stuff with the oh, girl Biddy okay. and stuff. Like she's, she was like, and then she was like, he said ten. Well, he said thirty. Yeah, do it for thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. Yeah. Yo, that had me dying when I watched that again. But uh, that was one of my funniest moments. What did y'all think? I can't think of a specific one, but there was, I think anytime Yo-Yo and Slick were on screen together, yeah, they have this this almost uh, brother and sister yeah. back and forth cattiness yeah. with each other. And uh, it was it was very funny. My funniest moment it has to be when they go down there for the first time. And why is Yo-Yo and Slick sniffing and licking <laughs> all of the white, <laughs> the, the, the cocaine? They don't even know what you, you're looking They don't even know what into. it is. But you're here gonna go and and sniff it and thing, and then obviously, um, they're making jokes, them losing their mind, and then him shooting the um, him the laughing. It was yeah. Just give it. <laughs> how, how, how white motherfucker got an afro? But, because <laughs> also, okay, I don't know if I can say this. We might have to cut this out. Mm-hmm. But oh wasn't it funny how all of them were white but with like afros? Yeah. And yeah. Was it giving it Jewish? Uh, Whoa. I didn't think that. I actually. feel like that's I what they I'm were trying to. That's what they were trying. I feel like that's what they're trying to imply. I, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. What I do think, or what my immediate thought was, all of these uh white people who have the afros and stuff, is maybe that is the type of person who slips by our guard and they get into the barbecue mm. because we're we're like, oh, look at his hairstyle. He must be cool. And right. the, yeah, I know. And then the ones that. Oh, can they dress? Have that, naturally have that mm-hmm. yeah. curly hair fro. I don't yeah, know. I never thought. I didn't that. think about it like I that. I think. That. I think I thought about it more as a as a symbolization, rhetoric of them talking about later and towards the end of basically them trying to get black people to assimilate mm-hmm. to a white culture mm-hmm. for survival. But and, the hair, though, and he talked about that. He was like, the hair is stubborn. So basically, the genetic With white people. No, no, no. Black hair black, in general. Black, black hair. Hold on. Fair enough. I'm not negating any of your point, but Ty was saying. Uh, Ty specifically brought up the white people with the froze, more, right? The froze, the more obviously. But black also, hair. but they were all they owned everything. Mm-hmm. So they owned everything. They were in these communities where yeah. seemingly, se- seemingly, 
safe and like yeah and us feeling that we're safe with them and da, 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 and all of this kind of stuff but like they have this this bigger plan or this bigger machine working behind the scenes yeah. i don't know i'm not trying to get nobody canceled but i was just I saying mean, it was giving if you to like, me but because like. one of my other points is it this movie very felt like it if you would have told me it was shot in Detroit, I would have believed you. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. I thought Atlanta without knowing anything. Detroit really. for me, just some of the places just seem very recognizable. And in Detroit, a lot of the corner stores and other shops, chicken places, they're owned by Arabs. Mm. They're not owned by black people. And mm. some of some of those guys, they did look Arab with the fro. I think the um, universal theme is that everything that was generating money was yeah. owned by someone not black. Not black, yeah. And frequented. All of the money from the black community was going in. Yeah. So did you guys recognize a lot of the... Uh, sorry, did you just want to say something? No. Recognize a lot of the... Um, they're not tropes, I want to say, but stereotypes that are very noticeable in the black community, like the 40-ounce, the grape, juice. The yes. grape drink, yeah. the the... Fried chicken, the perm cream. Yeah. And I also thought about all of those places that were like stations, basically, for those are in every hood I know. Right. There's a corner store. There's a hair shop where you can get perm cream. Mm -hmm. There's a fried chicken place. Mm -hmm. All of those things. If I think about Detroit, growing up in Detroit, all of those things are there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The church, bro, there are probably more churches in the hood than like in any other metropolitan city. Like. Church, it's not that churches are uncommon in Toronto, mm -hmm. but, but no. they're not like every block. In like, cities, right. yeah. Yeah, like I don't even know where the closest church to where we are is. It don't matter. They don't I, have to know where. One of the, yeah, one of the, one of the <laughs> most <laughs> obvious things about the movie was everything that was, without judgment, everything that was unhealthy right. was celebrated and advertised and pumped right, right towards black right. people. Yeah, and the, 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 violent, the, the violent, violent music, music the sexualization of black women um yeah. um what did i say did, did i say drug dealing the eating shitty food yeah and perm and stuff like that and again i'm not anti-hair products believe me i'm not right you know what i mean but i do it is scary sometimes when you think about specifically how perm works and it works to break down proteins that will make your hair look a certain way, but right. at in the end, it is still a chemical that is breaking down the natural strength of your hair. Not right or wrong. Right. I'm just saying it is what it is. Yeah, so my thoughts about some of these tropes, but again, I don't know if this is... It is definitely a black American film and right. culturally specific to the States. Mm -hmm. Right. My only thoughts is... And to, to now, I still don't know. It Was this meant to be set back in the day? Okay, so that's a question because I have. she was saying, like, uh, G, I saw a G-Wagon. Right. And she had a Barack Obama poster. Yeah, and she had a Barack Obama so, poster. But <sighs> it, gives, it gives old, like, 70s, even right. something heat, but then F Fantone, whatever his name is. His name? Fontaine. Fantaine gives kind of 90s. Yes. So yeah. it was very much across the decades. And I feel like I don't know if they're trying to say that these issues are across generational spans yes. as to why they're still talking about it. Because in my mind, I'm like, we have progressed so much from yeah. everyone right. does perm and and yeah, grape right, juice, yeah. um, right. natural hair is a and thing. all of that stuff, yeah. blah blah blah. But maybe it's just saying that it's an undercurrent of what has been happening from generation, which is why there's so much mixture of different 
dressing, language. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very confusing about when actually this was shot. Yeah, right. I was, you know, that was a point I had, but you bring up a good point because when I was watching, I was like, okay, when is this happening? Right. Because it's, they don't have iPhones or nothing. The TVs are old. They're dressed like it's the 70s. But then towards the end, when all the clones are coming out, people are on smartphones and stuff recording yeah. it. And I'm like, all right, when is this happening? I'm not understanding that, but maybe that was another symbolization thing and not a... Yeah, I think it's more so it's going across... Because at the same time, now that we know that, like, that, like, Tyrone or Fontaine or Fontaine or whatever Fontaine. Is, Fontaine has been around for long enough for the boss like do you know all of this thing yeah. that's happening we don't actually know how long this has been going on exactly. we don't right, know who right. is the original i kind of think that was the point and that's too. the point yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so i feel like that is why we've moved past it he's still stuck in his um his 90s outfit and slick is still dressed in the 70s because he probably was cloned in the 70s and coming back in the same same outfit mm. over and over and over again mm. so which is why he's dressed so old right do you know what I mean? interesting so I feel like that's kind of what it was giving right but then i was also thinking maybe it's me and thinking that we've definitely progressed a lot as from the black community into this like watermelon grape drink vibe mm -hmm. but i also don't know what those small like ghettos in this in america are like and right. if they are kindly in a in a time warps where they don't have the injection of the money to improve their circumstances so a lot of those things are still the same right. well one of the things i also noticed is the fact that there's a rotating theme of him going to the they go into the chicken place and then they go into the uh the corner store to get the 40 right and it just reminded me of detroit where it's like a food desert we yeah. talked about food deserts where like getting proper nutrition or going to get proper yeah. produce those those stores are so far that the closest store you have is a corner store mm -hmm. yeah. and the corner store don't have nothing but alcohol junk food and you know everything that's bad for right. you so i think it represented that and it represented it very well yeah. in my opinion i thought it was it's very nice and i think when you think about that by design if you keep people dependent on if you keep people in these food deserts yeah then it's so much easier to, to control them to, yeah. to control them and Absolutely. put exactly what you want them you, to consume into that exactly. and what i also appreciated about the movie was as you're watching it you can see it for what it is and like you were like we were saying before it's nefarious right right but it's also beautiful to see how far we've come as black people because we recognize the jig and we're all yeah. actively past it. <laughs> and before the word woke got taken and mixed into this political whole other agenda. thing, yeah. that's what being woke used to be is the fact that you, we've, we've awoke, awake, awaken, awoken. We don't fall for that shit. No <laughs> <more>. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? We look at McDonald's as a treat after a long week. Not right. the, the the obvious breakfast, lunch, and dinner choice. Right, yeah. right. You know what right, I mean? You right. have a four. Hopefully, you're not drinking forties anymore. But you celebrate oh gosh, with beer. Yeah. You don't drown the, the the your your reality. Can you in get forty beer. ounces in Canada? You can still get forty. Oh really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen. Them. Not that I'd be looking for. Honestly, it, never seen a I haven't seen ounce. them in a while. But I know you could get an old English at the LCBO. You okay. can still get I like feel a like one day I want to get it just to say that I did it. It's get one and you'll them. realize how. You'll, you'll ask yourself one question. Why are people drinking this? Yeah, beer Honestly, is disgusting to me. Well, I don't mind beer, but 40 is malt liquor. It's, is that yeah. not the same? It's, oh. it's, 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 take the nastiest beer you've ever had yeah. and make it syrupy. Yeah, no. it's not oh. right. Oh my God. 
It's not great. And I feel like there's also that trope because what's the guy name from Star Wars? The black guy. Mace Windu? Uh, no, 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 no. The, the old, he was like uh, Han Solo's friend back in the back. Older, older. Uh, I can't remember the guy, but anyways, he was the face of 40 ounce mm-hmm. okay. for, for the brand for years. And I think there was some, maybe some subliminal rhetoric about also how we ourselves keep our keep us down mm-hmm. as black people mm-hmm. and how some of the things we do and, and what we promote in our communities mm-hmm. keeps us from getting ahead. I feel like there was some social context yeah. in that regard in the film. 100%. I feel like this movie is great. And mm-hmm. I did give it probably like an eight and a half out of four. We're going to do that later. Oh, we're doing this. We'll yeah. do it later, yeah. Yeah, but. so I do feel like it's a really great movie. I think that this movie would be way more impactful if it came out five years ago. True. I feel mm. like watching it, there were things that those ideologies, like those, that kind of like, those ideologies make sense, but I feel like we're all aware of them now. Exactly. And yeah. I think that we're, yeah. because we're so right. actively trying to change yeah. those right. and progressing in a different yeah. way right. we're watching that like yeah that's wild but like yeah. we're also looking at like that's not us anymore right yeah um, and there's a part of me that welcomes it and thinks this is beautifully sh- be- beautifully shot mm-hmm. well written mm-hmm. great actors mm-hmm. great storyline right. still believe that cloning is real absolutely <laughs> yeah it is real me. but um but at the same time we're so far past this watermelon, chicken, yeah. mm-hmm. drinking 40s, mm-hmm. perming hair, mm-hmm. um, everybody's a hoe or a pimp and a da, 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 no mm-hmm. way out mm-hmm. mindset that I feel like we're not creating movies and that celebrate that enough. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 I, I definitely think that we are in a state where we can recognize certain things and not be prone to engage in those things. You know what I mean? Like I can listen to a rap song. Uh, that's talking about doing some crazy stuff, but that can that doesn't make me be like, yo, I want to process that and do the same stuff. Like I can remove myself from right. that. You can take it for just art. Because, exactly. I can just take yeah. it for what it is and not take it as a very literal thing that I must do because I look like these people or whatever it is, absolutely. you know. So yeah. absolutely. I, I think that is And even that. just a small side observation. You guys remember how that Popeye's chicken sandwich had people literally oh, beat yeah. each other up? Fight each other, yeah. And when I, I went to taste that. it, I was like, this is giving mid at best. <laughs> I mean, it what? wasn't terrible, but it I wasn't like, it, I got I liked it too, but it wasn't like, I'm going to fight somebody yeah, over this? Like, I'd be disappointed if they didn't have one when I got yeah. there, but I'm not about to go and turn it. Beat someone's ass behind <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, well, I was so surprised. Like when I had it, I thought it was gonna be the best chicken sandwich I've ever had in my life, uh-huh. but it really wasn't. Which is why yeah. I was like, people they had were actually people. killing for it. Which is why, again, I'm not even trying to be shady, uh-huh. but it's very much an American thing. Like some of these things that happen, I'm like, this it could only happen in the states because I'm so sorry. No one is running down nobody for no fucking fried chicken burger in the no. UK. <laughs> not in Canada either. No, like, no. I think, and it took like a while, chicken, but and I. I think it, it was a while before it dropped here, and then when it did drop, it was like, oh, whatever. And Nobody was, was like going crazy about literally it. Literally, everyone was like, this is what we were killing yeah. for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. What do you guys think about this? Is another observation I made, which was uh, Yo Yo's character. She was actually the smartest character, but in the context of she's the considered to be the lowest on a societal totem pole. Mm. in the world and my thought was like oh we look at these people below us 
certain people. Sp- I think it was a uh, re- the rhetoric was around women in general, actually. Yeah. Of like we look below them, but a lot of times they're the the most important people in our society that contribute because she was she was the smartest one. Yo, I'll get into it later. But without them, without her, Fontaine is doing every dumb thing that comes to his mind. Mm-hmm. Literally. But again, now that we know that he was cloned many, many times, mm-hmm. I feel like the brain wasn't really there with yeah, that it was one. A little fried. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. He was fried and died. Because ain't no way. Like everything that he, that he did was literally through emotion and nothing. Nothing thought. Nothing thought out. Like how you how you gonna start shooting in the how do, how you gonna go do what you did to the ops and then not prepare yourself for retaliation? You just walking around like Thinking ain't nobody gonna come after you. When he jumped, when he got out the car, like he's sitting there, these people are behind him, they're blocking you in. You thought that to get out, to right? Get out? Why? Like, like, but then after he got shot, then you ram him. Like, why don't you do that first? Or Mike, I don't know, bro. Come out the other side of the door. I would have just something. Drove off. You just drove off. But then does 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 something that's so stupid, is that a representation of maybe like a, a, a hood dude mentality where it's like, I'm gonna go do this, not leave the not leave the neighborhood, not leave the 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 scene because yeah. it's it's coming back to me regardless. There's no point in running from it, just st- just stand up to it at, at every chance. That does sound like some nigga shit. I guess so. <laughs> Cause when I, because from the outside, we're like, okay, well, if if, like, if I perpetuate violence, uh, I'm going to get gone for a second. Yeah. Right. He just stayed where he could be accessed. Yeah. He's like, I'm yeah. not running from nobody. But like, I, given that, yeah, yeah. Energy, yeah. But I do <laughs> realize I, what I do love about, there is character development in this film. Could I say one thing? Sorry, go Just ahead. before you go down there. I want to ask you guys this question. Okay. Right? And maybe I'm getting way too deep. Big man spoke to his mom. <gasps> Through a closed door mm-hmm. for all that time, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, is that like a representation of black people living with mentally unwell family members to the point where not seeing your mom for days on end would just be kind of normal? Okay, first mm. of all, yeah, I literally was just like, so how long has this man been? same thought what the fuck it didn't even make sense to me because what like we don't know was she ever there not there like who even freaking knows and how long this happened since he from when he got cloned who knows but do you know what i think i think it was a representation of a lot of times not even i'm not gonna say black people but Mm. i'm gonna say low income families Mm -hmm. in general um, especially single mo- mother parent families mm. who work or maybe are just, I don't know, mentally not there, mm-hmm. that they believe that as long as they are in the house or, you know, p- giving, putting food into the house, right. then that is enough. But they're actually not concerned about their child, their right. child's whereabouts, what mm. they're doing, who they're friends with, how they feel, anything like that. Right. There are so many blo- boys, and I will specifically speak to about black men and mm. at this point, mm-hmm. that are selling drugs under their parents' nose. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. they are leaving the house to go and do shots here and there, coming back, and their parents are literally just sitting down watching Emmerdale or watching the stories, literally watching the stories, mm. and not interested in what their son is doing. And I feel like that was a representation of it. Fair enough, she was closed off and away because of maybe this cloning, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But 
it's no different than a woman sitting in front of her sofa watching TV and her son's just walking in and out of the out in and out of the house and right. you have no idea what your son is doing going through or anything. But right. the, I feel like the bigger thing that was noticeable was there were no fathers in this at all. No. There was no reference to a father. There was no discussion of fathers. None of that. And that, I think that, that was probably that, that, that was intentional. Mm-hmm. because it just kind of represents an American black community, unfortunately. Because mm-hmm. honestly, like, I'm a, I'm a product of that. I didn't know my father, and he was not trying to be in my life. Mm-hmm. And I think that was just kind of, I don't know if they intentionally didn't write that in, or if they did, if they did, I think it was because the symbolization is black fathers are in. Because I'm like, these all these people are clones, but there's this little kid. Junebug, yeah, I was like, say, but I don't feel like we saw any families. No, not, yeah, I'm not even gonna say like fathers. I don't think we really saw any families. I feel like this movie very much focused focused on the negative nucleuses yes. of ghettos. Yes, Fair. it wasn't speaking about any of the positives, even da- down to the church. Mm-hmm. Oh Ooh. my god! Yo, like, how did y'all feel about that church scene, though? What man? That was wild, right? What? That was wild. If that's not the reason why people don't go to church, because we feel how that. How that gave was a lot of times how you kind of feel when you're in church. Yeah. When you were just sitting around watching people, they're up here dancing, talking about they're catching Holy Ghost, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. He's saying we want obedience. When he was saying yeah, that, yeah. I was like, God. Yeah, yeah that was interesting. For real? No, apparently that was like a one take. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it was David Allegher. Apparently he did it in one take. Yeah, because we've seen it all our lives. Yeah. It was easy yeah. to he recreate. Knew. He knew. He probably grew up in that. Like, yeah, fair. I think I grew up in that too. Like, yeah. Baptist? Did you guys uh AME? African Meta something I can't remember no oh, more. Sure, uh did you guys notice that the music they playing when they started dancing was a back that ass up. It was back that ass yes, up. Yes. I know it was my favorite song, just saying. It but was yeah, a good rendition. It was good. I'm not gonna lie. It was a good rendition. I I listened to it a couple times because I played it back, I was like is that juvenile? But, yeah. Which then made me think, because obviously we already know about the churches and how, you know, they've controlled obedience through slavery to mm. now right, communities right, and right. all of that kind of stuff. hundred percent. In the UK, there's been these like trap churches that have come to light, which is like trap churches, like churches yeah. where they're using trap music or even like um, oh, in the US where they're now using like, there's like trap Christian music. now. Yeah. And there's like trap Christian music and stuff like that. Do you think maybe the juvenile playing and all of that dancing around to it was just like uh, highlighting that that is just another way that they control it, that it's still control. Right. They're just trying to make it more palatable for you guys. But really, it's the same rhetoric. Yeah, I, I think that's a good observation. I, yeah, and I, I think it, I think it's a negative because I believe in time and place, and right. I just don't <laughs> believe that eight oh eights and trap music and that kind of BPM should blend into church. church. I think church right. should be one type of thing, and the club should be one kind of thing. And I think I, I love church. I love the club and partying with my friends. Blah blah blah. But I think when they start to blend together and you start talking back that ass up. It's 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 like a moral decay. Yeah. Yeah. Because where I believe personally that church should be a reset, go to church, calm it down, be quiet, pray, sing out loud, uh, be around people who are trying to get their life right. Right. Reset. Start again. The club is all turn up. There's no reset. That's in the club. true. And that's I don't true. think I think once once you see that they're blending that together, it's like, yeah. oh, that's another facet of the moral decay of of certain parts of the the world yeah that's true that's true 
that and so the next scene is they're going down to the lab again. Mm-hmm. And I did love the scene where they're singing, I'm going down. Yeah. Such a good movie. I'm <laughs> going down. Like I thought it was uh it was very clever. I don't know if that was improvised or if they like wrote that out, but it felt kind of part of it felt improvised. Yeah, I feel like that was one of those moments where I'm just for like it was so funny. That I can't, I can't see someone writing that into a script. Well, maybe yeah. obviously someone could be that talented that they would, but I just feel like it was just such a, a gem of a moment. It was such the right, the right song, like was, the freestyling was, was good too. Was it Slick that was singing that? He started it, and then uh, yeah, it was he, Slick. Yeah, and then, and then again, yeah. one of the yeah, best part of the movies is Slick was clearly doing his pimping thing in the seventies, maybe eighties. Right. I'm going down is from the nineties. Yeah. How would he even know to sing what I'm that? Saying. That's one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah. yeah. I did feel like though Jamie Foxx was doing like <laughs> his like Ray Charles impression in parts okay. of this movie. Get, 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 get me out this motherfucking door. Give me the keys to the motherfucking thing. Get, get. I was like, dying. I was like, bro, how many movies you doing right now? <laughs> I think he just gave him free reign for sure. Yeah, I think yeah, they did. I loved okay. it. But it was it was good. Um, y'all want to start going into dislikes? Yeah. All right. So I'll go first. We already talked about Fontaine being the dumbest drug dealer, mm. in my opinion. Okay, so from a filmmaking perspective, I did not love the cinematography. Okay. I did not love the color palette that I was used. It. I just it just felt very dry. And I don't know, that might have been intentional. That was on purpose, yeah. I know I it was intentional. Like it was on purpose. But I just and then this whole time I'm looking at it. And it's like grainy look the yeah. whole entire film, film. And honestly, for me, I hated it. I, I didn't like that. I, I wish they would have used something that was more clear because I felt like the imagery wasn't as clean as it could have been. And I would have liked it to see it a bit cleaner. I, I know it's set in a certain time. Yeah, Sorry. So this is what I was going to say, because the reason why I say that I really enjoyed that is because we don't know when it was set. But it's new, but it's old, but it's not new. Like I feel like the greediness was for it. Like the 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 ruggedness of the cinematography was because of the fact that is it shot on an old camera? Is it old style because it's from the nineties, or is it uh, like like I don't know? Or is some of the, but then some of the language um, makes it seem like it's more up to date. I feel like that was used as well as the cost, like everything. Was used as a way to confuse you about when it was actually shot. Fair. Um, and then I also think that the greediness was because of where it was shot. Like it's meant to be in this hood that's meant to be, I guess, dingy and mm-hmm. grainy and dated and, yeah, dated dated and, and run down yeah. and not clean and not crisp and none of these things. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was reflected in the cinematography. Mm-hmm. Can I give you one of my dislikes? Yeah, go ahead. Fontaine's gold teeth. They were the biggest horse gold teeth <laughs> I've ever seen. Like, like he couldn't close his mouth. And that I'm is like, true. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> it bothered me, man. I swear that was one of the reasons I didn't recognize was John Boyega. Yeah, John Boyega was also very good. He played like five characters. Yeah. Okay, so I was going to say one of my dislikes is that I actually feel like this is the first time that I've watched anything from John Boyega in when he's acting as an American, when I heard, I could see that he was acting like an American. Mm. I what do could, you mean? There was parts of his accent that didn't seem real to me, that it sounded like him putting on an American accent. And there was a few bits that I felt like were 
it just wasn't an authentic accent in some places. Which which accent? What do you mean, which accent? He did like four accents. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe he did so many accents, but then he also had a scene where he didn't talk, or he did he, a character when he didn't when talk. When he was at all. actually Tyrone, I'm like, I don't know what accent that is. <laughs> you ain't like the mama. You want something from the store? No, that's Fontaine. When he was no, I'm no, no, that was Compton. That was when he was Tyrone. Fontaine? N- no, Tyrone. Tyrone's the old guy. The no, Tyrone guy. is the guy in Compton. Because remember at the end they go, Tyrone, ain't that you? Oh, shit. So what was the name of the OG? The OG I don't scientist, even remember. the original of Fontaine? I don't even remember was his, his name. Is name Fontaine or Tyrone? That's a great question. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't remember. All I know is when he was Fontaine and um, coming out to the corner store, store offered his mom oh, Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. Um, there was a few few moments, especially... I don't remember the scene, but there was, he went to the dollar store and he was getting into the car. It just was a bit, it was just a bit off to me. Mm-hmm. Um, he normally, to me, is very crisp with it, mm-hmm. but I felt like this one, there was just a few times where I just felt like it. Maybe that's because you, you're British, right? And you know the British accent very well, because obviously he's British too. Yeah. Because for me, I thought I, I didn't have an issue with any of his. Okay. Like, did you have a problem with his the accents and it sounding fake i don't think it was the best accent i've ever seen uh uh, an english actor do especially like when you have like which which daniel kalua like any of them they all but i attributed a lot of it to the big horse horse grills in his mouth because i'm like maybe he's having a hard time (laughs) to be fair maybe because normally his accent is seamless but he didn't have the grills in the when he was tyrone when he they went to la right was that for like two minutes yeah that was not the most majority of the film no, true. He only had one line, which was, Mama, you want something from the store? One, Y'all like my accent. One thing that I didn't like was um, when they rallied all the troops, when they got the cavalry together to mm-hmm. go oh. and uh, break apart the white man system. It's like, I realize there, there might not have been much they could do, but it was, it was still all violence. And it's like, you're not going to defeat that system with violence. You sorry, have, you're going to have to some intellect. I'm not, no, I'm not coming down. I'm so sorry. Someone had, to, yeah, someone had to come down and shut up. Just go and break shit? No, obviously. But there was, basically, because Yo- Yo-Yo was oh. not out, they had to go and get her. Yeah. Oh. So the intellect wasn't there. So they had to use what they had. Right. <laughs> That's true. To go right. get their girl. Because Yo-Yo, oh, yeah, I loved her. Because otherwise they would have made, she would have huh. made them have a better plan. But right. they just had to do what they could even, do. Even. And that was to go fight for and get their sis. And, and, I, yeah. right. and they did it. And right. you know what? I love that scene when they, he was like, so what you going to do? He was like, I'm going to rally the troops. And then you just see them in the car. And they just, just the, the pound across the cars. I was like, I got yes. the whole hood with me. Yeah. Was, I got the whole hood with me. Yeah. yeah it was so I cute. I ran the troops. Oh, and also my baby from, um, who's the op guy that shoots him? Oh, uh, Isaac. Remember. Isaac. Okay, so whatever his real name is, because I forgot him, yeah. Um, he's in uh, P-Valley. Oh, oh, is he? And he actually plays like, um, a, he plays a gay, um, he plays like a, 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 J. Alfonso Nicholson. Anyway, him. What a gorgeous, gorgeous man. Oh, of course. <laughs> Sorry, he's such a gorgeous man. 
he recently just got married, but he he plays a. Um, <laughs> you know this mess? Oh, yeah, cause I love because no, I really love, I really enjoyed damn. him in P Valley because he actually played he plays a gay character, a gay rapper, mm. um, and he has a relationship with oh, a a Murder. yeah he plays Little Murder in in, oh. in P Valley, so he plays really great roles, and I really do enjoy him a lot. So to see him in this playing a different role was really great. Um, love him. Yeah, yeah I like he, the guy he was with just the fan. Very handsome. You know what I think you need? I think you need some water. You know what I'm saying? Because you know what the doctors say? We like 82, 83% water. water. So like me, we all about to get some water, about to get hydrated. You know, we ain't going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you know who I loved? The little man from outside who knew everything. Frog? Yeah, frog. frog and, the, yeah. and you know what? Frog, frog to me represents all those people that... Um, like conspiracy theorists and stuff like that mm-hmm. and how they speak their truth of what they've been seeing and people name crazy. them that they're crazy all yeah. the time so they turn to drugs and alcohol yeah. and just you know say these little one lines as people think they're crazy but actually if you listen to what they're saying or if you know a little gist of what they're saying it will lead you to where you need to go because he knew everything there was yeah. not one part of that movie that he could not give them a line they knew he knew right. where the church was he knew That's where true. the everything was because he had seen it He's and seen he it. probably has been in that position yep. and look how old he is for so that's so how you know there. this has been happening he for generations a, and the he, oldest. yeah he's been happening for generations so he's probably seen it he's probably been given the option to turn a blind eye or be killed he decided to turn a blind eye right. and then decided to turn to drugs and alcohol to alcohol so that's what his role represented to me i yeah. i think so often it's easy to look past those people because yeah. They're in they're in the same clothes. Yep. They're right. they're living outside. They're in the same place all the time and they're on either drugs or alcohol. But ignorance is bliss and right. because Frog actually knows what's going on, he might be someone who's like, "You know what? Ain't shit I'm going to be able to do about this. Right. I'm going to sit in this one spot, drink my drink when I can." And just wait for this whole show to be over. Yeah, because he even said to Fontaine, um, Fontaine said to him, how do you deal with this frog? And he literally held up the alcohol. He held up the cup. This, pour me up, son. Yeah. Like, yeah. this yeah. is how I deal with it. Because yeah. how? Drown it up. You know, literally. I want to also, there's another rhetoric that I just thought of just now. Uh, first of all, I want to, we should put some respect on black women in our community. Sure, because sure. one thing I noticed with the character development, as a movie went along, Fontaine and Slick got much smarter and strategic because of yo-yo absolutely yo-yo was the counterpart to be like i need to do better Mm -hmm. so we can get through this even though she was looked as the lowest because she was a prostitute Mm -hmm. but towards the end of the movie you're like yo they making sound decisions and it's all because they're trying to free Mm yo-yo because she's she got caught so like now they get now they're using their brain much more and i think there's not enough respect and love shown to black women for how they elevate black men in our community. Absolutely. I, th- I think a huge point to remember for, for Yo-Yo also is she was so smart and it was for one of the, one of the reasons that wasn't represented with the other characters. She read. Yeah, she read. Yeah. She read all, was she, it Nancy yeah, Drew? When, Nancy yeah, Drew. Yeah, she, she, she was talking about all the big books. Reader. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, she was a big like, reader. So you know what I, I wish, you know what I, sorry, I know, I, you know I, what I wish they got into? How did she go from, because when they went, when they went back to her old room, 
her her life seemed normal. It didn't seem like she was in like the ghettoest of ghetto situations. Yeah. She explained it though. She explained it, she? at the beginning when she was talking about when he was like, "What do you want to do?" And she was like, "She wanted to go to school. She, she wanted to be a doctor. She wanted to be a doctor for school." But then she said something about like bills had to be paid or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. My only thing about that, and I wrote this down, so was the fact that her reference point or her hero was Nancy Drew. Mm-hmm. So a few points on that. One, I thought, are there any black authors that do detective stuff? There's got to be, right? And if there aren't, we need that. Mm-hmm. But then I also thought, well, maybe Nancy Drew was a representation, because it's a white woman. Maybe it was a representation of, like, we have so few heroes in our community that, that the right. only heroes we have yeah. are, are white people, because they're able to get their thoughts and their intellect and their art out in the church. They were praying to white Jesus. Yeah. That's I true. think, yeah, I think that's a hundred percent true. But I also think the point of Nazi Jew is that it's definitely still a record recognizable name. Mm-hmm. So the right. point that we're able to identify that she reads and we know the detective work because of, she said she liked Nancy Drew, but if she said Robin Gibbons to, I don't know who, well, I know who that is, but that's, she's not a detective. Uh, they right. would have been like, Who's that? Who? But yeah. Nancy Drew is a recognizable, yeah, because there's yeah. games about yeah, her. Exactly. It's almost re- yeah. like Carmen San. Do you remember Carmen San Diego? Of course. Who? Where in the world Carmen is Carmen San Diego? Yeah, is it Carmen San Diego? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so I, I just, I just think that that maybe, but I think that her reading Nancy Drew, yeah, uh, ties into like when you were saying that there was no uh, black, black father heroes. figures, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the thing, I think it's all in the gumbo of yeah. what's going on in the ghetto yeah. and the underestimate the underestimating of black women in general has been, was seen throughout the film because even yeah. them having to use the women mm-hmm. to go back and forth to create the deals with the ops and deciding like how right, they're gonna do it because right. even the um i guess the old the higher ups them in this situation the white right. people in this situation that was controlling everything right. weren't even looking at them as threats right they right, were keeping right. an eye on what the men were doing right because they thought that they were going to be the ones scheming right. and stuff but right. they were using to send information back and forth right. there was an undertone of the devaluing of black women 100 yeah, sure and then even even uh big man at the chicken shop he only saw her as a sexual. You only saw her as a sexual being to the point where you left her inside the brain of your whole operation. With all the cameras that showed everything. Because you. Right. Because and you then, thought she would be too dumb to realize. And yeah. then the other prostitute, she was like the fucking oracle, excuse my language, <laughs> from the Matrix because she had all the she info. She knew everything. You just had to grease her palms a little bit. Maybe I seen him. Maybe. Maybe I ain't. Yeah. You got a few dollars for me. I might have seen them more than you think. Money, honey. Ooh, that and rhyme. Then she literally gave like a full down <laughs> description to exactly what she yeah, was wearing. Yeah, to the, the T. She's wearing a brown church coat with black boots and a hat, glasses. You like, <laughs> damn, she saw everything. But Love if you that. underestimate that woman, yeah, that's a major ally. Um, so another thing that kind of confused me with the plot of this movie is like, I'm not entirely understanding how it works that you you get. You kill somebody in the community and then you just clone them and put them back out in the community as if like what happened wouldn't happen. Like it wouldn't raise some eyebrows, be like, what? How I just killed you, son. How are you back? Like that kind of confused me as the plot as like, mm-hmm. what? How are you just putting them back out there? And what are you expecting? Is it just a rotation so of people? I don't think they're rotating people like that, um, but they were doing that to him. Because he was, he was. But they had clothes like for everybody, was, though. They had. Yeah, I, I know, but I feel like 
most people weren't getting killed like that. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think maybe the gangsters and stuff like that, because he was trying to swap them out. But he was basically saying that, Fontaine, you have a, 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 um, a role in this. If you die, right. then this whole thing falls to falls to shit. Mm. I need you and Isaac to be beefing forever. forever. Right. So right. I can't afford for you to die. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? The so that's why I feel like they brought him the back. Other, the other thing that I noted, another point of like how we devalue black women is the fact that like they don't even bother giving her like a, 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 a fail safe code to control her. Remember it was like Olympia black and then like slick and whatever is just, they're just stuck. But yo, yo was like, yo, what the fuck is happening? Oh, she didn't, she wasn't, she wasn't cloned. That's why. Oh, she's not a clone. She's not a clone. That's why he said to her, you're disposable. Cause you're just like, hey, man, they're expensive. She wasn't cloned. Mm. Oh, I, I thought everybody's a clone. No, not everybody was a clone. She wasn't a clone. Not every single person. Not every single person has been a clone, has been cloned. Like okay. even Isaac, 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 Isaac is not, a, <laughs> Isaac is not a clone. They only clone people that they, that get killed or go missing. That they right? felt like have or value feel, for research yeah, purposes. Exactly. For re so she was not a clone. That's why when he, and even when he, they did the whole command thing and everyone ran outside, you can see there's a guy that was a doorman. He never got controlled. He was looking like what the fuck is going on. So not everybody was a clone. She was not. Okay. That confused me. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, what did y'all think about the music in the f in the film? I love the strip Top club scene where the music lunch. is like, "Where the dollars at, nigga? Where the dollars yeah. at? <laughs> where the dollars at?" That the, was an, that was original music, but the thing is, is the 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 subject matter, and yeah, the content in the is music, giving same as what we listen to. All yeah, the same yeah, shit. yeah. Where the dollars? Who got the money? Shake ass, shake ass. Yeah, it it worked. It worked for me. It mm. worked for me. Yeah. Any final thoughts or any other dislikes or likes you guys want to mention? No, I just highly recommend everyone to go watch it um, if you haven't already. Um, and yeah, I think we need to see more movies um, with these three. I, I will say, sorry, Netflix, when it comes to black casting movies, I feel like they're like, from what I've seen, two for two. This Who? and The Harder They Fall. Who? The Harder They Fall. Mm. I mean, the story is not as good as what as they clone Tyrone. I was about to say, cause I was to say, I feel like yeah. they clone Tyrone is better than it it's better. But yeah. I'm saying, as far as like, I thought that was a good movie. As I well. do agree. To this day, though. Idris Elba did not need to be who he was in that film. Rufus Buck. He didn't. It didn't need to be him. Why not? It just didn't need to be him. Huh. Although that the only thing that I don't like about the heart, <laughs> the harder they fall, is I would have liked it to be similar to. They clone Tyrone, where they have a common enemy that they have to fight against mm -hmm. together. Not like the how how it was, how it was. My father was this and this, that, and the other. I would have, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Like, I would have liked that a little bit no, better. I would like that. You would have liked that. No. Oh, you wouldn't have. I liked it how it was. I just didn't want it to be addressed. Fair enough. But yeah, they clone Ty. They clone Tyrone. I think uh, when we talked in our meeting, I gave it a seven and a half, but then I watched it again. I think it's like an eight and a half for me. Yeah, same. Uh -huh. I think it's like an eight. eight seven. How you? They clone Tyrone. I'm going to give it, uh, still going to give it a seven and a half. I would have appreciated if maybe it was a four part, maybe a three part series so they could got a bit deeper, a bit uh, more into the characters and their backgrounds. But overall, super black, well-written, <laughs> well-directed, great acting, great music. I'm not a film buff like Red, but I thought the cinematography was phenomenal. Hated it. 
take it <laughs> take it for what it is but it's absolutely worth your time seven and a half and it's a good seven and a half. I, I wish it would have had a theatrical release though like a larger yeah I had, and this is my thing as well yeah about netflix <laughs> i do like netflix but i feel like for some reason some of these stories i believe are bigger than netflix and I believe mm. that clone they Clyde Tyrone was bigger than Netflix. That was worth a move like going to the cinema to watch. Yeah, I think it would have been better on a cinema mm. than agreed. in the house. I agreed. I think in a cinematic environment yeah. with all the black people up there supporting yeah. that, yeah. how right, amazing right, right. that experience would have been. Even the yeah. heart of the fool fool would have looked better in TV. In yeah, agreed. TV. Agreed. But I think that and <laughs> I feel like every movie we talk about, JC's like, yo, I would have loved the four part series. Can we so get He don't want the movie to because, end. Because, I, I mean, think about it. You there can't make a Top Boy movie. You can't make an insecure movie. You can, There's so many quality black programs that you can't turn them into a movie. Fair enough. But I mean, this I this, mean, this 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 part, this series thing, like, I, I, I kind of agree with you, but also I kind of like the isolation of it. Yeah, because I feel like a, series a, is when, because with series... After the like the, near the end or something, they always make a shit. Yeah, but I, I feel like this movie, similar to Harder They Fall, yo, the first the first half was really good. Fantastic, they hit that yeah. crescendo. Then it's 100%. like, all right, we're running out of money. Wrap it up. I do agree with it's you from that perspective. I do agree with you from that perspective, but I don't think we need a, a four part series like a Top Boy, <laughs> right, which I'll, I'll take my miniseries. We can. Go. I do. That being said. Uh-huh. I, I wouldn't mind a sequel. I wouldn't mind a they clone Tyrone okay. again. Two parts. You know, or Tynesha. Like, Checking out here. Uh, or what? Tynesha. Tynesha. Just saying like. Oh, instead of a them. man, they've been a female lead this time. Yeah. This is the last yeah. thing I'll say going forward because you sparked my, my imagination on that uh, they clone Tynesha thing. Maybe instead of the ghetto, the sequel could be people doing a lot better, not at the top, not that like top 1% millionaire black person, but right. that young person educated trying to maybe start a small business mm-hmm. and see what kind of shit is going on behind the scenes that has them yeah. in a perpetual circle. No, kinda, yeah. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? The corporate like, cycle and things like, like that. Yeah, they, they do it again, but it's in like Baldwin Hills in, this, in, this, in yeah. California where all the black people are. And they're just I will watch that. Why won't your lash business take yeah. off? But Becky's lash business yeah. is yeah. doing two hundred grand a Fair month. Fair enough. You know I would. I mean? I'd be interested to see that. I'd be interested to see that. Yeah. All right. To keep it with the theme of drug dealing and pimping, Ooh. let's move over to the UK and talk some top boy. So, as you guys know, the final season, or you don't know, but now you're about to, the final season of Top Boy, starring Ashley Walters Ashley and Walters. and um, Kano Robinson or Kane Robinson. Kano. Came and went. I watched it. JC watched it. Ty stopped watching it eons ago. Yeah, I did. It's not her thing. But yeah, we're going to give you guys a little short review of the final season of Top Boy. Who wants to go first? I want well, me between JC and I. Unless well, Ty. I just want to say, hi, Kano. I love you. <laughs> Get I them P's and Q's, eh? Sorry. These two were basically my first, cru- one of my first crushes growing up. Ashley, really? Ashadi and Kano. Fine, fine, fine young men. Anyway, gotcha. sorry. Okay, Turn. okay. Uh, how do you want to play this? You want to? We're not going to go with a review. We're going to go with what kind of? We go a little re- review, a thoughts of the sh- the the show in general, uh-huh. 
And then the final season, was it up to par? Was it lacking? I want to get my uh, dislikes out of the way. Oh, let's do it. Yeah? Because I have mostly dislikes about it. I have mostly dislikes. (laughs) Well, sorry. Just to preface, I think Top Boy was one of the best shows uh, that I've had the pleasure of watching. I put it up there, not in terms of better or worse, but just in how much it meant to me. I put it up there with The Wire. I put it up there with Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. I put it up there with shows like that. Top Mm -hmm. Boy was something from the first time it came across my palate. I'm like, this is, this feels so real. It feels so authentic. And it's, it's street culture. It's gangsterism in a way that I'm not familiar with. Uh, It's completely outside of the American purview that we're used to. And I haven't seen um, like the harsh inner city realities represented like this since kidulthood and adulthood. And that was what? 10 years ago? 90 something it feels like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Early 2000s. It was early 2000s. Early 2000s. It feels like forever Like from 2006. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've never seen, by the way. What? You haven't watched Kidderhood or Adulthood? No, I've never seen it. Bro, check them out. They're really good. Knowing Redman, he probably wouldn't like it, but it was, they were both really great films. What what do you mean by knowing Redman? I probably wouldn't like it. Cinematography. It had bad filters. There was, there was some elements that were a bit. I mean, it is an early 2000s movie, so the cinematography would be much different than today's films, but. I, I still gave They Clone Tyrone an eight and a half and I didn't like the cinematography. Yeah, I know, but obviously that's a good... That's a you know what I mean? So, like, you know, give me some grace. Yeah, I know. So. Um, but yeah, carry on, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to start with my disappointments now that I prefaced with I love this show and I hold it in high regard. Right. So did I. <sighs> Jack was one... was my favorite character and I believe one of the standout characters in the entire series. Mm-hmm. Jack was cunning jack was intelligent jack was a soldier jack was loyal jack was a leader jack was a leader jack jack was you know what i mean jack was amazing and through it all she had a kind heart she had a compassionate heart she 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 ruled with sense she wasn't she wasn't a, a a a cannon by by any sense and you guys turned her into an idiot in the last Mm, season and that really pissed me off again spoiler warning but with all of the accolades I'm throwing at Jack, to have her steal from Kane, excuse me, from Duchesne and Sully, that is the stupidest thing that any of them could have done. And to make Jack do that, you just unraveled her perfect character and turned her into an idiot. And you waited to the last season to turn her into a dummy. And it, I understand her, my bad. I, I understand her being passionate. I understand her being distraught with what happened to her sister and this newfound sense of responsibility because right. now she's gone from auntie to full-blown mother, next of kin, the whole thing. But to turn her into an idiot in the high-stakes business of drug dealing... I just thought whoever decided to go that direction, shame on you. In addition to involving my man's Karen, which Kieran, yeah, which which was not a great decision to involve him in that as well. Um, and it just went downhill from there. Uh, yeah, I think Jack was also one of my favorite characters. She was she was kind hearted. She cared, and even in this season, I like the character development they gave her, which was like. Oh shit! You know the realization of oh shit, I'm part of the problem. Right. I'm destroying my community. Right. 
you know, and they wrote that in. I thought very well with the the lady that's getting the drugs and the baby, and now that the sisters have a baby, it's starting to hit her like, yo, I'm part of the problem. I need to I need to not be doing this no more because I'm the reason we can't get up. You know, almost kind of same as that Fontaine realization of like I'm part of the problem. But yeah, I I didn't I didn't like that uh, overall. I, I, to add on to your point, sorry, it, her involving Kieran like. Like again, that's not something Jack would do. It's like, let me go, let me go betray the bosses and then implicate my best friend in my fuckery. Again, it felt like they just ran out of money and they're like, okay, let's just tie this all up because you made Jack dumb and Jack's not dumb. Of all of the characters in that entire show, she's not one of the dumb ones. She's yeah. she and and the thing is like okay she she she's she's now coming to the realization that she's part of the problem. Jack already knew she's part of the problem. Jack's not stupid. Jack is so fucking smart. She's so intelligent. She's so street smart. Like her one example of going against the grain was to save her own flesh and blood sister. And then now in this season her example of going against the grain is putting her best friend and her couple month old nephew's life at risk. Yeah. It it just it, it just no it just didn't make any sense. It's, but it's crazy. to be fair, it goes along in line. In general, to me, the mm-hmm. writing of this season was not great. No. There were a lot of things that was like, well, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Like what? And I think we talked about it off air. There's a there's a scene in the end. Okay, so so Duchesne steals <laughs> the drugs back off Jack, mm-hmm. which was wild to me, mm-hmm. and then. He sees Sully and the other guy looking for him. He he's got a head start, mm-hmm. but somehow they meet on the ground, on the level, ground level and see each other. And you're like, bro, you had a head start. How did how did that happen? Because they even show Sully and the other guy going into the house and apartment doing a look around, doing this, doing that, and somehow he still ends ground level seeing each other, like. That killed me. And then you have the Army Navy guys or whatever. Na- okay, so then the Navy SEALs show up <laughs> with, with semi-automatics, excuse me, with full automatic uh, uh, rifles, and they get killed off by... Uh, 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 pistols? Uh, by pistols. You, this honestly, is what I'm to believe. This is another trope about movies in this general. This is what $250,000 gets you. <laughs> oh, gotcha. This is another thing about movies in general and TV shows that the trope that drives me crazy, crazy is the unlimited ammo. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that these weapons have like these guys have pistols and somehow they don't run out of ammo mm. like it's just and you don't ever see them reload. Right. And that thing in, in film just drives me crazy. But overall, I mean, I will say the direction of this season is good because mm-hmm. I was feeling tense in some moments. Mm-hmm. There was, I remember I got to like episode three and it got two tenths for me. I was like, I gotta turn this off. <laughs> I gotta go to bed. <laughs> I can't watch this right now. It's, it's, it's 11 o'clock at night, bro. Like, I can't watch this. Um, to, to tie up on that last part is uh, uh, rule number one of movies. Bad guys have bad aim. Because I have no <laughs> idea how... Y- you paid the, you promised this man a whole heap of money to get out the country. So he sends you his biggest, rudest, tough guy. He sent, he sent the Navy SEALs, you know. And these guys got slapped down by two gunmen yeah. with, with, with track pads on them. Okay. Oh, I guess this is worth my bread. Yeah. No problem. Um, so overall, I, I do think the original, I remember watching the original prior to even when the, the latest version of it came out. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really good. It was mm-hmm. so good. And I thought that 
my issue with this second part of the series overall is that I did feel like they really expanded upon that. And given it was 10 years later or however much time Mm -hmm. was lost, but there are certain storylines that just kind of ended and then we're just thrown back into this world. We're just supposed to believe everything, Mm -hmm. which kind of annoys me with film. They, they like to do this time thing. And actually there was even jumps from season to season when stuff would happen. Like, like I remember the last season when the little boy is killed and I was like, when is it starts the season off like that? Mm-hmm. And you're like, when did this happen? Who is this? Like, I'm not even remembering who this boy is and mm-hmm. why did that have to happen? Mm-hmm. So I think honestly, overall the writing of this Netflix version was not as good as the, the first series that originally came out on whatever BBC platform it originally um, was, it was reviewed on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poor, poor, poor thing. Anything else you didn't like? Yeah, I got more complaints. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Deshane. <laughs> you lying? Bro- Sorry, b- brother, man, let, let me let me get this straight. So, so, <laughs> so you and your criminal uh, uh, empire amassed 15 million pounds and you put it all into an illegal bank, an illegal entity. I have never, I have never fathomed doing something as foolish as that. You are a criminal putting 15 million, your entire bag into the hands of other criminals for them to keep it safe. Yeah, that was, uh, bro, if they have the money and resources to promise to keep your $15 million safe, then you can do nothing to them. Yeah. You can do nothing to them. You gave your whole bag to this under to this corrupt to this uh, uh criminal bank you know and then when you get mad about it you want to go kill a white man in his big time london upscale uh uh flat yeah, that was dumb broad daylight you want to you want to just you want to just bash a man's brains in like i understand you're heated i understand that you were devastated but again they turned deshaun duchene into an idiot yeah they, that's they- craziness bro the other thing that was surprising to me, you know, the part when they had them go get the money for him. I was like, this all the money you got in your safe, dog? You ain't got more? I felt like it was a quite small amount of cash that they, he had in the safe. When the man that was going to get, that was going to extradite him out of the country, he said it's going to be 250 grand. And mm-hmm. Duchesne was like, oh, 250. So I'm like, bro, you had $50 million and you kept 250000 on hand he for a rainy have, day? He didn't even have that. He didn't hand. even have the two hundred grand. Didn't, he didn't even have that. What? Craziness. That was wild to me. He should have had way more money in cash. Cra- craziness. Especially when you have the, if you, is an American hood mentality, uh-huh. is to not even put your your cash into another system. It's the mattress. It's the shoebox. It's like, I was surprised that this guy who's come up, right? He's got that little bit of cash. I was like, what? That's all the money you got? Oh, you, yeah, and you ain't got no other hiding spots for money either? Just is, to safe at home? This is why I'm like, sometimes I feel like 
I don't know who was writing this top boy, and right. I feel like I don't know if they were American or not. If they were still British, I think they were British. They, uh, because I'm just feel like sometimes that's some like American yeah. writing about of black people in the hood shit. Like mm. they just make everyone ignorant and make everyone Very dumb trumpy. and makes and make stupid decisions because they can never get to the top. I feel like they did a few of that kind of writing a bit in power as well. That was just like they're making these dumb decisions, elaborate shootouts and all of these things that if realistically you would end up going to prison for right, one right. so it doesn't actually make sense but mm. also if these people are operating millions and millions and millions of turnover every year through drug trades why are they so dumb yeah it makes no sense dumb yeah so maybe it's maybe it's not a a british uk writer thing maybe it's just a netflix or those big, those big right yeah because i'm just like that was not yeah. summer house but hey and again just to put 50 million dollars into hands of a criminal bank situation you're crazy yeah. that doesn't seem like duchene that yeah. was dumb um other dislikes no i think we can get on to some positives yeah oh positives oh no i'll follow you You have positives i do <laughs> you don't <laughs> Bro, I can't even remember this show honestly like I was over it before I even finished it the last season you. made you over it for sure I mean I'm just kind of over the whole drug thing I won't lie sometimes watching these shows makes me anxious and I'm just like yo I'm, I'm kind of over it I want to watch something a bit more positive I do think that I hate the fact that a lot of the most renowned shows with black people are about drug dealing and crime and violence and I'm ready for us to move into a new era of like more positive representations of black people. Mm. I would love to see something about doctors or maybe uh, a genius is on there or, you know, just just different things because we're so diverse. Mm -hmm. And then every big show that gets funding and gets writing and gets, you know, people involved to to create it is about drugs. Mm. And I mean, if you think about the top, if you think about top black shows, that people love, what are they? The Wire, Power, Snowfall, Top Boy. And I'm just kind of past it. I'm over it. I agree. I hear what you're saying. That's one of the reasons why I stopped watching Top Boy. Uh, just, just to knock off a few of my positives, I thought Duchesne's character was brilliant in one aspect when his uh his girlfriend his love interest said she wanted to open the chain of um nail shops. of nail shops i thought that was so dope i'm like yes black girl go go open up a bag of nail shops get your entrepreneur on not only that buy from the asian woman and haggle her down a couple hundred grand off her asking price and really go in there and flex your muscle i thought that was dope the craziest part of that about duchene which is not necessarily a positive but i did appreciate it was as soon as he found out that his money went funny and he couldn't provide for his girlfriend, yo, he completely did a 180 and treated her like she was dirt beneath his feet. And it just showed the sociopath that Duchesne is where money is and will always be the number, number one. one thing in his life. That's the only thing he gives a shit about. And when he had money, he let her in, he softened the chip on his shoulder, uh, 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 rounded off a bit. But as soon as the money went bad, he treated her like garbage. And I was like, wow, Duchesne, I never knew it. I thought you're, you, you were having a character arc. No, you, you've just been a piece of shit. Well, I think that's very realistic of what the times are when it comes to women making more money than men. Because men that don't have money are, are mean. Okay? 
if a man's body is funny, he is not a nice person to be around. Okay. I hear what you're yeah. saying, but in in this, I hear what you're saying. I do hear what you're saying, right? It's just in this case, it wasn't that she had more money than him. It's that she was depending on his cash injection to make the purchase because it was a purchase of mm-hmm. well over a million dollars, and the embarrassment and the uh, uh, the the deceit is what completely turned him into a different person. But yeah. so, uh, that's not negating what you're saying. Actually, yeah. when you're saying you said you was real. riding, yeah, you said you get me, yeah. Sorry, I'm just more, more mental manipulation. It's uh, like yo, I'm gonna treat you like shit, and I want you to stick around. While I'm actively treating you like you don't matter to I, me. That man was willing to drop everything he cared about within 60 seconds to leave the country. He did not give a damn about that. That country. is true. Um, it was crazy. But I never thing. liked their relationship in general. I thought he loved her I, for real. I never felt like they had good chemistry. <laughs> I did. I, I felt, thought she made him a better person. I yeah. felt he, like he was shit through and through. Yeah, yeah, I felt like they never had any chemistry. Really? Really, yeah. I never, it just felt fake to me. Like it was one of the least believable parts about this um, film. And honestly, I think another thing that brought this season down was that I think one of the best characters in the show was Jamie and that Mm -hmm. energy felt missing, Mm -hmm. you know? So I, I, overall I'm over it. I don't want to see no more drug stuff. I also liked the, the way the, the ghetto rallied behind making sure Kieran wasn't deported because that's something that I'm sure people deal with in the UK that, that I've I've never had a a a, 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 in, a look into. Yeah, th- so recently, last last couple of years, because of like the Windrush thing, they've mm-hmm. been sent deporting people back to Jamaica and like other parts of the Caribbean. And one, there's actually a story of an actual rapper who got deported back to really? to to um jamaica and there was also a story about this woman who got deported and then died mm-hmm. and there was also mm. another support about story about a man that went to jamaica and, and got killed um from being deported because they come here when they're young and then right. they don't really know right. these, they don't really yeah. know anyone there like that right. um so i i heard that that was part of it and i think mm-hmm. it was really good to highlight some of the times of what was happening in the uk yeah. last yeah. year i i think the thing that did annoy me about that was that i keep saying that several times that annoy me about the particular storyline with him is he's about to get deported. He doesn't get deported and he just does the same thing. He doesn't decide, you know what? Maybe I should like, I didn't like that. His entire storyline was that. And that was kind of where it finished. Right. And I felt like because there was, like I said, where's the character development? Mm -hmm. Where is the, Oh shit. I almost got deported. Might be pr- time for it me might to- be time for a change of my lifestyle. You went right back to travel, and it just went right back to okay. I'm deported. I didn't get deported. It's cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyways, so yeah. You have anything else? Because the okay. more I'm thinking about this movie, I mean, this show, the more I'm like, yeah. So what I'll leave you with is this: Who do you think killed Sully in the end? I think it was the Irish. It's the only thing that makes sense. Oh, hold on, 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 hold on. Redvid, I apologize. I apologize, bro. What? I have a, a, a something that pissed me off about the show. What? what was the point of the Irish? And then if you're going to knock them off in cool. episode three in the most ungangster way possible. So let me get this straight. <clears throat> 
you're Mr. Irish mob boss drug Don Dada. Mm-hmm. You chop off people's heads and leave them inside U-Haul trucks. Yeah. But when you roll around and go to see your civilian grandfather, you bring one security guard? Yeah, that was once. Yeah, that was Th- that. That made no sense to me. And I'm just like, what is the point of introducing the Irish if you're not going to flesh them out and have them be a real nemesis to be dealt with? They posed no threat during, I, during the episode. I think it was rushed. I think that this probably could have mm-hmm. benefited from 10 episodes instead of six That's all I'm saying, bro. to flesh out some of the stories. That's all I'm saying. Because I wasn't understanding any of the actions of anybody. That's what I'm talking about. It didn't seem as though the actions were to get more of something. Preach. It just seemed like the actions were just to do something to show something so people can see it and get rid of it. Just want to wrap it up. So that was my big issue with the show. That was my issue. Made no sense. <laughs> but... but <laughs> like, uh, it, it made no sense to me and and also i didn't like sully involving that poor old older woman and into the the whole stuff that was grimy but yo, that's that's sully which is another reason why would jack play with sully yeah you exactly. see how he gets down um and so yeah i think that i think from from this i remember watching this the summer house version mm-hmm. um what was i saying I completely forgot my oh, thought. Oh, you're supposed to keep it. Shit, Damn it. shit. I was saying something about the Summer House version mm-hmm. was always a lot better to me. Yes, 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 And yes. Um, who I didn't realize was in when I watched the original one, um, what's her name from Black Panther was in it? Uh, Letitia Wright. Letitia Wright. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, she was hilarious. She was in the original. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, overall, like I said. Are you a bowcat? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really this. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Summer house way that ended because it didn't get continued for like another 10 years or something. I was like, I wanted more of this. Mm -hmm. And the way this ended, I was like, I'm glad it's over. Mm. I don't want no more of this. It ended pretty unceremoniously. But the last thing I'll ask you is red. Who killed Sully? Like I said, I think it was the Irish. You think it was the Irish? Yeah. I think it was Cy. The reason I think it was Psy, and I'm pretty sure it was Psy, is because when Sully was looking for his drugs, he went to the trap house and pushed his gun down Psy's throat. Yeah. And I thought, yo, that, that is a level of disrespect yeah. that you can't come back from. There's no amount of money. There's no amount of apologizing that's going to get back from that. Because not only did you put a gun down the man's mouth and threaten his life, you did that in front of his goons. That's crazy. And the other reason I, I'm fairly confident it was Psy is because Psy was always uh what's Jamie's bro's name again uh damn Stefan Steph thank you Stefan he looked out for me he was always Steph's interim older brother pseudo older brother another reason is uh when Steph got his chain stolen Psy was there riding for him when Steph was teetering the line between being a gangster just being a normal a law-abiding citizen Sai was the one who gave him the gun. Uh, any major decisions when it, when it came to talking about girls, it was all about Sai. And in the very end, when Steph went to uh, confront Sully and possibly kill Sully, it makes perfect sense that Sai would be the person who'd be like, I'm not going to let you go on that mission by yourself. Yeah. And then when, when Steph chose to not kill Sully, I believe Sai stepped up and said, I'm getting this done regardless and killed him. 
Yeah, I, I think that's a good theory. I just don't know how uh, the shot just seems so accurate. Because he walked up on him. Yeah, and just walked up past. But um, also, I want to, I just thought of it. I also want to give another, some more love to black women. Because I think the girl that Stefan liked and she liked him. Oh, yeah. Very much wanted him to go the right way. Yeah. And I think, I'm hoping, we don't know what's happening. But I'm hoping in this fictitious world that she does uh, catapult him to go towards a life of not that. I think so. And I liked one of the lines. She was like, you know, you should just be my private gangster. You don't need to be this in real life because, you know, I don't want you to die. He was like, I'm not going to die. And she was like, nobody thinks they're going to die. Right. You know, and I think she was a great. I think this is the first. I don't know if this is the first season she was in. Yeah. But a great introduction to this young girl. And she was a great influence, as black women usually be. She, she had a small role in 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 uh other in another season. She was obviously much younger, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. And again, her encouraging him to go to school and be. And again, st- the only reason Steph wasn't going to school is because of his flaming anger. Yeah. For Sully, so I do think she got him back in school. I, I do I, think he went back to school. And I remember women like that. Even when I was in university, I remember this girl. I had a big crush on and I think she had a thing for me too but we never whatever but I remember I was like skipping class or whatever and I was like yo I can come with you walk you to your dorm what she was like no go to class mm. I was like yeah you know but I was trying to make all these excuses she was like I ain't talking to you unless you go into class right and I was like okay so there are women like that that try to yeah we don't want keep- dumb niggas <laughs> well I, I definitely Short, sweet. yeah definitely we don't want no. definitely keep us elevated for sure Absolutely. definitely make us strive for more because we and want you to be the leaders of our household. How can you be if you're dumb? If you're dumb, yep. <laughs> Fair enough. But I think it's a good influence. So that's all I have to say about Top Boy. That's all I have to say about Top Boy. Well done. It wasn't the greatest season, but it was a good season in my heart. It's going to take a lot for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. In my heart. It, it was it, an okay season. Yeah, but great. I can't defend it with logic. Uh, yeah. It's a good season as in I'm happy it's over. So I can watch something more positive. And now fucking Canadians can stop asking every British person that they speak to if they watch Top Boy. Ha ha. Do ha, Canadians ha, do it's that? It's over. Yes. Oh, yeah, there's lames. It happens. Yeah. That was one of the reasons why I stopped watching it. Oh, because they kept asking you? One was because I was sick of seeing gun violence. And no, there was three. One, because I was sick of seeing gun violence of every black show that I was watching. Right. Was just always that. It was like that power, like you were saying, et cetera, et cetera. It was just too much. Yeah. Um, two, because it wasn't as good as Summer House, right. which wasn't Summer House before, but. The, no, Netflix changed it to yeah, Summer House. Yeah, to Summer House. Yeah. So I watched season one on Netflix and I was like, this is shit compared to what we've been waiting for. Like, right. So right. after that, I didn't watch. I haven't watched. These last two seasons, I think there's been two more seasons, right? Three. Three more seasons. Mm-hmm. I've not watched any of them except for after the first season. I was like, this is not as good as the original. I'm sick of it. Drake ruined it. <laughs> and then when I came here and then when I moved here, every day I would go, every time I would be on Hinge and messaging people, they'd be like, oh, you're from London. And I'm just like, oh, God, stop doing that accent. And then they would be like, oh, did you watch Top Boy? And I just would always say yes. And eventually I wanted to say no. So I stopped watching it. So Fair. I could say no, I don't. Yeah, that's fair enough. What else do you have to say? Fair enough. Yeah. But yes, this season of Top Boy, I'm going to give a hot three. (gasps) Three out out of of ten. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. But the show as a whole, Summer House to the new Drake version, I'm going to give it at 
Eight and a half out of ten. Eight and a half mm-hmm. with the Drake version. Uh, yeah, original and Drake smashed in. Boom. All the seasons. Mm. Just to smash it all together, I'll give it an eight point five. I think I give it all together a six and a half. And what do you give this season alone? I give it like a two. Two. Okay, well that's I, I think that's bad. Two, yeah, that's out fair. of ten because I mean, okay, from some perspective, like I said, directing, pacing. Like I said, there were moments where the whole season felt tense to me. I was tense the entire time. So from that perspective of uh, film artistry, that was good. Mm-hmm. But everything else, I wasn't really feeling. So I'm just, like I said, for the 15th um, time, I'm over shows showing black people uh, utilizing violence and criminal activity. I'm ready for us to find some other things to tell our stories because there are other stories. So okay. that's what I'm going to end with. All right, we done. Want to wrap it up? We Let's wrap it up. Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram. Jokes on red because you know I got them jokes. Yo, where the freaks at? No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> follow me on Instagram. Jokes on red. I'm also on TikTok. Jokes on red. And yeah, stay tuned for more content coming from me. Yep, and you can follow me on Instagram at Ty Noel on Instagram. Yep. Oh, and also follow my page, My Life Rebrand. It's my new business about to launch. So I'm trying to get the followers up. So follow that. Thanks. Boom. And you can follow me on Instagram uh, at The Hovington Post. I post once a year. So look out for that shit. Soon to be The Hove Don't Post. The Hove Don't <laughs> Post, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Hovington Not Posting. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed this review of these shows. Peace. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Beautiful, folks. Thank you. That was great.